Hi everyone. Listening to these podcasts may bring up some strong emotions for you. Please allow yourself to find a comfortable space and reasonable time afterwards for nurturing and self-care. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, welcome back. Today I wanted to explore childhood messages that we may still be carrying around with us even though we are now adults. What do I mean by childhood messages? Well, it is what we have been told by significant people in our lives from a very young age. It could come from our parents, grandparents, church leaders, school teachers, sporting coaches. You may be told there is an appropriate way to behave, dress, speak, even think. A message could be, Think of others before yourself, otherwise you are selfish. I have heard that said by numerous clients over many years of counselling, which has left some people unable to put their needs first, always thinking of others, and at times at a great cost to themselves, believing they are selfish if they do put their needs first. It's interesting that when we're born, we come from the DNA of both our parents and they too have also been influenced by the messages they received in their childhood. Sometimes these messages can become rigid ways of thinking and being, with little flexibility. What happens then when two people want to bring children into the world and may have different ways of thinking about how to raise a family? Each person has a direct genetic line, and sometimes the messages become so strong and embedded that a person may not realise that they have a choice in the way that they can think and feel, rather than just go along with what they have been programmed to believe. This then becomes a belief system to live life by, not realising there are choices. I have a personal experience of what I am talking about, and in some ways this is quite an emotional thing for me to be able to talk about. I learned a particular style of parenting from my father, who chastised in a harsh tone of voice, and his body language always matched that tone of voice. Then, when I became a parent myself, I'm really ashamed to admit this, I used the same style of parenting on my own children. I remember struggling with the feeling that surrounded this approach to parenting and thought, this just doesn't feel right. I also had physical symptoms with this terrible pain in my chest. This went on for a number of years until I had what I call my mini breakdown. I realised after a long time that the way I was parenting was not my way, it was my father's. I certainly needed therapy with this realisation. In that process, a number of other issues came up for me around the family secrets I was meant to keep about certain behaviours. I know I was programmed as a child. The saying back then was, what happens behind closed doors stays behind closed doors. And that's hard for me to even talk about even today. I know programmed seems like a harsh word. However, what I'm really saying is that the behaviours of significant people in a person's life are often the product of what they have learnt in their younger years. 
Children come into the world and learn from their surroundings as babies. The way a person communicates with them, their facial expressions, body language, smell and so on. A child can see certain behaviours in their caregivers and as they get older, believe that those behaviours are normal. Some children are programmed to believe a certain way from their church leaders. The church may also indoctrinate a way of thinking and believing, which then becomes the norm for the child as well. A way of thinking and believing about themselves can also come from a schoolteacher. A statement could be made to a child such as, you certainly aren't the student your brother was, or you won't amount to much with these grades, or perhaps from a sporting coach who wants the best out of someone they think has great potential. Often repeatedly, over a period of time, the child might hear things said like, what's the matter with you? Is that the best you can do? The child is often wanting to please their coach, so will make sure they do better next time. But at what cost? For sure, some children will do well with this style of coaching. However, a lot will struggle. If a child responds and succeeds in their chosen field, what happens when they become parents? How will they encourage their child to succeed? Will the way they have learnt become the norm? What about the fact that the child has both parents' DNA? Two people who have come from different ways of thinking and being. Another way a child learns is by how they see their parent reacting to situations. Say, for example, when a boy sees his father being verbally and physically abusive to his mother. This could be viewed as what men do and the child may begin to see toxic masculinity as normal behaviour, needing to prove themselves as a man and then go on to repeat the pattern when in a relationship in their adult life. Because of those childhood messages, this could also be viewed as being the ideal of a hyper-masculine person. A male who feels uncomfortable about certain learned behaviours from his childhood may begin to understand the need to break the cycle of abuse and thus find the help needed to manage their anger and rage. The way we respond to any situation in our life can be the direct result of those childhood messages. There may be a situation, an event. What happens next is that the response is fed down through a past history filter, which is where the childhood messages are stored. Messages could be, you are so useless, stupid, you will never amount to anything. Then an emotional response happens, which could be the same or similar to one that you used in the past. An emotional response could be anger, sadness, guilt, frustration. And then a behaviour will occur, once again similar to the way you may have responded in the past. Fight, flight or freeze. Once it becomes clear to a person that we are always responding to a situation in the same way we have in the past, that is to say, taking it through a past filter, having an emotional response and then a behaviour, what can occur in this space between the emotional response and the behaviour is that there can be a recognition of a choice and a decision made around becoming assertive rather than going into fight, flight or freeze. 
Of course, changing these recurring patterns takes time to recognise, which is where it could be beneficial to seek the assistance of a professional. I have touched on some aspects relating to childhood messages in today's podcast, and as I have stated previously, it is important to be kind to yourself as you are processing the information. If it becomes overwhelming, seeking assistance from an online support such as Lifeline could be of benefit. Also, reaching out for professional help may be beneficial in finding ways to move on from ingrained, learnt feelings and behaviours and to begin to explore who you truly are as an individual. As always, feedback is greatly appreciated and you can contact me at mail at jambaylisscounselling.com.au Many thanks for listening.